Welcome back to Tech Talk with Kelsey. We're here to learn about the many positions in the radiology field. Be sure to subscribe so you know when the next episode is available. All right, let's dive in. So back on another episode of Tech Talk with Kelsey, I have a, another great person to interview, Miss Whitney Villanueva. Um, I am actually really intrigued to know what your current role is, but more importantly, <laughs> I think people are interested to know how you got there and even entered the medical imaging field. And then of course, yeah. how you got to where you are now, because it's not like the typical position that someone would probably work sure. about. Yeah. So go yeah. ahead and introduce yourself. If you want to talk about like where you went to school, your degree, and then even just the evolution of like your careers. And then I will probably jump back and ask you questions about certain positions that you've had. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Whitney Villanueva and I jumped right into the healthcare industry right after high school. I applied to go to school at Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, and was uh, part of their radiography program. And I finished that in 2008. And from there, just kind of hit the floor running as an x-ray tech and diagnostic. Um, after about a year and a half in diagnostic, I decided that IR was something that I really wanted to pursue. And the position I was in at Baptist Medical Center in Jacksonville Beach actually afforded me the opportunity to um, cross train. So I hopped over to interventional radiology and had been there ever since. And that became my passion. I went from being a staff tech in a small two tech department of IR where we did very minimal procedures. And it was just such a cool place to really get my boots on the ground and get my hands dirty learning the field. And then after a short stint there, um, gosh, how long was it? It was about three years at Baptist Beaches, um, the majority of that being an IR, I was able to get a position at our Trauma One Center here in Jacksonville in the IR department and was in there for about six months before accepting a position at lead tech. And honestly, about six months after being lead tech, I was actually able to accept the position as the supervisor. And so as the supervisor for IR, um, Sorry, my phone is dying while I'm talking. So let me go ahead and get a plug for that. Um, <laughs> I was kind of a working supervisor um, just because it's a, you know, IR techs are hard to come by. So when you lose one, you need to be able to be boots on the ground. So I did a lot of training. I did a lot of filling in for cases and covering calls, need be, things like that. Um, so very interactive as the supervisor because you want to lead by example and be able just to help your team out. And that was really important to me for them to know that I was going to be there for them if they needed me. Um, but yeah, so I, gosh, I worked in that role until, what year are we even in? Until the <laughs> summer of 2019. Like, I don't even know. Last year kind of disappeared. So, so summer of 2019. And then I decided that just for uh, family work-life balance that um, I wanted to find a bit of a change. Not sure what that looked like. I know a lot of IR techs get exposed to uh, sales or clinical roles with vendors. Right. And so that was intriguing to me, uh, but the travel wasn't. 
being away from my family wasn't. And just that lifestyle. While I love to travel, I like to do that on my own accord. (laughs) So um, another opportunity kind of opened up where the infection prevention department was looking for a new infection preventionist. So at the very same time, a value analysis position opened in the supply chain department. So I had those two options within the same organization that I was in to look at side by side. And as uh, you know, an x-ray tech with IR background and things like that, you, you get exposed in IR to working with nurses very closely. You work with infection prevention very closely, and you just get exposed to a lot when it comes to supplies and vendors. So both of those jobs seemed like really cool fits for me and something totally different to do. Mm -hmm. So I actually sat down with, I'm not sure why I keep saying actually, I'm sorry, (laughs) but I sat down with both of the directors of those departments and said, Hey, I'm just going to make a pros and cons list with you guys. We had a good relationship. And so we kind of talked through and figured out that the position as the value analysis facilitator would actually be most beneficial for a few reasons. One, because the value analysis person has to work very closely with um, infection prevention as well, because we just work on a lot of initiatives housewide as a team and collaborate as a team. And so since we had that good relationship, they were like, we really want you in that role. If you're going, if anybody's going to go to it, we want you to do that. So um, I decided to accept this position. And since then I've had the privilege of being an administration in the organization here. And um, my role as a value analysis facilitator is to basically be a liaison between our clinicians and our reps. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. And so um, just to kind of backtrack, after I finished um, my radiography program, I actually went to school and got my bachelor's in healthcare administration. So I had that in my back pocket and that was what helped kind of launch me into the leadership positions that I was in, as well as kind of help prepare me for this role. Mm -hmm. So, so needless to say, I did after several years, um, what was it, 11 years, step away from radiology. But in my current role, the radiology department is one of the departments I work closely with. So that's really great to be able to still have that relationship with my old crew and to be able to help them with their needs. So um, in this position, we help look at bringing in products to help improve patient care and reduce length of stay. We look at cost benefit analysis and um, look for ways to bring savings into the organization if possible and really just work with reps closely to help provide education on new products or current products and just keeping everyone up to speed on things um, as technology changes because we see it change every day, all day. (laughs) So yeah, so that's where I'm at. I've been in this role for two years now and I'm loving it. And um, I wouldn't change anything about the way that things worked out to get me here. It's been just a really cool journey. And I feel like everything was perfectly put in place for it to work out this way. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Like looking back when you started x-ray school, I don't think you would ever have dreamt like, Mm-mm. oh, I'm probably going to do a role like this one day. So that no. is really And what's crazy is like, I got into um, the healthcare field because growing up, I had a grandfather who was very ill with cardi- cardiovascular disease and cancer and things like that. And I cared for him a lot. Okay. And so I knew that was something that 
I knew I wanted to go into healthcare. That's why as soon as I graduated, I moved to Jacksonville. Like I knew that's what I wanted to do and wanted to get in as quick as possible. And I never thought I would ever be passionate about anything else or want to do anything else. Like IR was my thing. Like once I got into it, that was my baby. So um, it's just interesting to see how things work out and how we change. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So you answered my next question. I was going to ask if you always knew that you wanted to be a technologist and so definitely healthcare, but what geared you towards like the Mm -hmm. X-ray program? My aunt, actually, she was an x-ray tech as well out in Alabama. And I had spent a summer with her and learned a little bit about her job and went to her hospital. And I thought it was the coolest thing. And there's no one else in my family in healthcare. Okay. So uh, the only thing I knew was that. So I was like, well, that's the only thing I'm going to look into pursuing. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I mean, I knew nurses and doctors existed, but something about just the x-ray field really enticed me. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact I enjoy photography and it was just kind of a, you know, yep. It's just synonymous. Yeah. 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 So very cool. I love your story. I just thank you. (laughs) It's just so I like the more unique stories because I remember in x-ray school, people would come in and I'm like, you went to x-ray school and now you do this. Like, how did you? I just like always knowing the path. Like it's so unique. Some people are like completely removed and they just do like very professional stuff that's like more corporate-y. And I'm like, how did you get? that though and like you still are involved in like the x-ray medical imaging field so I love hearing like random stuff and just hearing like you talk about the few tasks that you do like that's kind of entailed in your job I'm like ooh, that sounds like so much fun everyone I talk to I'm like oh their job sounds fun (laughs) (laughs) it's neat because I know like from the radiology standpoint we you know, get into our field as an x-ray tech. And then the next thing our eyes get opened up to, oh, multimodality. Oh, I can get certified in this. I can get certified in that. And then that's what you're shooting for. But there's like, there's also so much more outside of that, that that field sets you up for, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was pretty, it's just been cool. And actually I should probably know this. You don't have to take a separate set of boards for IR, do you? You do. You yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah pretty intense. Um, you have to take that and our organization requires you to have it now as like when we hire, um, I, when I was in that position in, at UF health here in Jacksonville, um, we didn't have that requirement. So we were bringing in techs and then giving them their 18 months to get their certification. But now, you know, it's kind of the gold standard to have your certification if you're going into a secondary modality. And so we started a program here. Um, so that's a little bit of my background as well was helping to resurrect the, or not even resurrect to help in like institute, a interventional program here. And that's kind of what led me to talking with Julie about helping you guys with the interventional radiology certification and process for, for pulse. So yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You've got your hands on a lot of things. Um, so I'm I don't too busy. So I don't know if you answered this, like when you were back in the IR department, maybe you want to touch on both, but I just want to know what you enjoy the most about your job and what you could probably go. Well, let's talk about radiology or interventional radiology, because I think that that's most applicable to um, this situation. And so what did I enjoy most about the job? I truly have to say the most rewarding thing about working in IR is seeing the results that come from literally saving people's lives. 
and being at a trauma one and a stroke certified center, like that is something that I miss. I miss the adrenaline rush of a level one trauma coming in or a stroke coming in and then being able to see that person. Okay. As they roll out of your room and knowing that, um, just they didn't have to go to surgery. They didn't have to have these massive incisions. Like it's just the most incredible thing. So I loved those time consuming long interventions that had those amazing results. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That is, that is good. What did I like the least? I think the thing that I liked the least, and I think this applies to any job, I'm a no-nonsense kind of person. So when it comes to drama on the job, like when you work with a tight-knit family yeah. every day, you spend 10, 12 overnight hours at the hospital with your crew, like you spend a lot of time with people. It just, you know, that just happens naturally. So I'm like, come in, do your job, go home. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to complain about things, but I can't complain about IR at all. I loved it all. I even loved call. Call was fun. It was an adrenaline rush. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I'm like, I I did different in the regard that you do. Like you probably aren't fully staffed, but maybe at a place like that, are you, or just call like on nights and weekends? Um, So another cool thing we were not and prior to leaving that was something that a project that I had been working on was a 24-hour staffing because call was intense with level one and with stroke it was just a lot so we would have staff who would come in on call in the middle of the night like 1 a.m and then have to work their shift the next day which is tough yeah yeah go take a 30-minute power nap but that's not enough for us to live on (laughs) so um So implementing 24 hour staffing was a really big deal because we're not that big of a facility here in Jacksonville. Um, UF and Gainesville is bigger, but we had at the time, um, maybe 10 technologists and everyone was on four tens. Um, And then we had several IR suites that they would have to fill throughout the day. um, And about the same amount of nurses, about 10 to 12 nurses. So the department has grown. And they're, you know, actively recruiting because of the 24 hour staffing that's just got approved recently. So it's just neat to see that kind of stuff and how they grow um, over the years and stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. What would you say is the biggest misconception about your job? That all we do is pick lines. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone thinks, yeah, everyone's like, oh, an IR. Oh yeah, they place pick lines. You so much more. Yeah. I'm like, my response would be like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, we literally intervene on everything from the brain to the toes, except for the heart. That's yeah. my go-to. Like, that's okay. what we do. Everything. The heart goes to cath lab, but we get everything in between. So, um, but yeah, we don't just place pick lines. No, that is true. <laughs> Obviously in x-ray school, I'm trying, I can't even remember how long our rotations were. I'm just going to say a month. So you're was, there. Yeah. It was like month. four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I loved the brain stuff. Like I can remember the doctor that was in there. Like he was so funny to me. I was like, wow, for being like a brain guy, you're kind of cool. And then, yeah, it just, because you don't see that, like, unless you go to an IR department, you would never see something like that. So it was so cool. So yeah, yeah. See literally vessels in a brain. It was so wild. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a fair misconception. I like that. Um, <laughs> You maybe already answered this, but 
I think you said the most gratifying part. So I guess not the motivation, but what motivates you to get up every day and like do your best at your job? Well, I think that's um, a really personal type of a question because what motivates me is just uh, my desire to just serve the Lord every single day and be a good steward of what he's given me. And honestly, to glorify him with all that I do, my work every day, my interactions with people every day and to be a light for him. Um, so honestly, that's my motivation. And then, you know, second to that would be my family. I, I want to show my kids just like my husband, our desire is to show them what it looks like to work hard and be diligent with what you do and be a good steward of what you have. Um, and then as a supervisor for the last, you know, five or six years as a leader in a department, you want to do the same for your team. You want to show up every day for your team and be a listening ear. You want to be wise counsel for them. You want to, you're basically a guidance counselor, a boss, a mom at work, like all these things. And so I feel like having a, um, just, you know, my team was very motivating because I cared so much about them. That was a very hard thing to do was to leave that crew. Um, but yeah, they were definitely my motivation at work and, yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah. I love that answer. Might be my favorite one out of all the interviews. So far. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. You're so funny. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I think you did already say the most rewarding part was obviously mm-hmm. being in a super long case and then seeing the patient outcomes. And I think most yeah. people, no matter what our specialty is in healthcare, I hope that even after 25 years, that's ultimately still Absolutely. what you find satisfying. So it's- yeah, I was recently um, asked to be a part of a magnet site survey. Are you familiar with the magnet programs at hospitals? Okay, so yeah. it's basically for um, for nursing and they get to kind of promote their successes and their wins and they get to present all the different councils and committees that they're on. And in this role, I'm on like four or five different councils with them and committees. And so I had to go and speak and talk about what I do. <laughs> and in that, they would share stories about like patient stories about things that happened. And I was literally crying on a few of the Zoom calls because I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so amazing. Seriously. (laughs) So these patient outcomes, it's just, I don't know. It never gets old. Yeah. It doesn't. I agree. Julie's going to watch this and she's like, Whitney, stop being such a sap. I know she's going (laughs) to say That's fine. We can be saps. Um, So you... Like you didn't waste any time right up right out of high school. Some people have no idea what they want to do at the age of 18. But for anyone <laughs> listening, whether they're maybe a current college student, maybe they're thinking about a second career. Like who knows? I feel like imaging's definitely yeah. a quick route. You could get into healthcare um, even later in life. So what would you say? Just just advice to a student, whether they are currently in school, maybe they're still in high school, anyone that's maybe thinking about medical imaging. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it's a very rewarding field and there's so much versatility. Like you can, you can just do so many things. And the radiology department is like the heart of the, they're like the center because every modality has to go like every nurse, every, you know, every department feeds into radiology for something or another. And they can, they touch everyone. Right. Um, 
radiology is a huge income generator for the organization. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I don't know, like it's, it's just been such a cool field because I feel like that everybody is just so passionate about what they're doing and eager to learn and eager to grow, especially with all the new certifications that there are available. So when you are looking for radiology to be a potential path for your career, um, don't look at it just through the lenses of x-ray. Yeah. Look at it through the lenses of, I have the opportunity to go to CT or to MAMO and help women who are struggling with breast cancer or just even the routine stuff, or I can go to Nuke Med and be there for, you know, all the different PET scans and things like that. All the, all of those things. There's so many things that you can do from, you know, ultrasound, MR, IR, obviously IR was my passion because I liked to get in there with the doctor and have my hands on what was going on and your their right hand essentially. So for me, that was, that was so luring, but um, it's just such a good and versatile field, but I will say that, um, you know, just like with any job, it's what you make of it. So if you go into it with just both feet and you desire to make this your career and grow with it and watch it just kind of evolve over the years, then it's going to be a beautiful thing. But if you go into it, already half out of it thinking I'm just going to do this for a temporary time then sure it's just going to be a temporary job but you know it's it's just uh I don't know radiology just got a piece of my heart they're just special people to me I think they're just so different in all of the different realms and I get to interact with different people in different disciplines all the time but there's something different about the personality of someone in radiology versus the personality of someone you know in the nursing world and I think that it just makes us, makes us special, not saying that there's anything wrong because half of my in-laws are nurses and so many of my friends are nurses. I love nurses. They're so compassionate, but there's just something different about an x-ray tech. Yeah. We're just cool. Yeah. (laughs) That, That is true though. And it, I can't, anytime someone, so I went the radiation therapy route Oh yeah. Yeah. And now, and even that is so different. And part of the reason I chose that route is honestly, because I didn't like how in x-ray you're in and you're out with the patient where I'm more of a relationship person. So I wanted to see my patients more than five, maybe 20 minutes. If it was like a really intense something, but yeah. So I wanted to see my patients every day and be a little bit of their cancer story. Like I I love that. So it is like, you literally can do yeah, there's so many different avenues. With- Honestly, radiation therapy was what I thought I was going to end up doing after I finished x-ray school. Yeah. Um, but God has different plans. So I ended up doing this. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> you're doing great at what you're doing. Just speaking <laughs> like you're in such a good role for you. Um, okay. I don't have too much left. Uh, where do you see, I feel like you've done a lot of growing professionally in quite a short amount of time, actually. Um, yeah. like from x-ray to where you are now. It's been wild. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So maybe you don't have any idea what this answer will be, but where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Um, oh goodness. Sorry. I just had a call. I thought I put this on do not disturb. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's see five to 10 years. I have to answer that honestly. <laughs> I don't know if this is the answer that you want. 
<laughs> I would love to, I would, I just want to be more present with my family. So on five to 10 years, I'd like to have our mortgage paid off so that I can do that. Amazing. There you go. You know <laughs> that's what? kind of my that's life a, goal. That's amazing. You got to put that out there or it's never going to happen. Right. Like, you know, a little right. So, right. That's incredible. So, Good for you. Yeah. And I'm not a mom yet, but everyone always says like, oh, you think you want to be at home when they're little, but life is way crazier when they're older and actually in activities. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know that's coming soon. So, um, but I mean, I don't know what that would be like. I don't know if that would be, I go back to IR as PRN. I might end up doing something like that, you know? So who knows? Cause I've, I'm just a busy person. So I can't imagine myself just being at home and my kids not being there, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, that's exciting. That's fun. Um, and then my final question is just something you're grateful for. Hmm. Well, I'm grateful for Jesus. Um, I'm grateful for my family and just for where the Lord has allowed me to go over the past lifetime. I mean, so far, but I mean, uh, there's just so much to be grateful for. What am I not grateful for? There's the answer. Yep. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Whitney. This was yeah, really fun to connect. Absolutely. I hope that our paths cross again. You seem like. Yeah, such a for sure. You're really lucky to have you as a leader, I can tell. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Well, thank you for being so patient with me and trying to get time together. Oh my gosh, not a problem. Um, I will let you know. I'm